All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Bible News Radio. I am Stacy Lynn here, and I'm really glad that you and me get to spend some time together. Look, I have to tell you that uh, this week, as I was going through hundreds of news stories to bring to you, there's just a, another reoccurring theme here that we, we're going to have to look at. And and I, I want to start the show by by telling you, first of all, if you are a parent or a grandparent, then this show is really for you. It's for your it's for information for you. Because even this morning, I was in a meeting with um, a whole bunch of women, Christian women. And, you know, one of the things that came up was that they didn't know how to answer homosexual issues, right? How to how to answer problems in the culture where we have people who are promoting a particular worldview um, and their children are, and our grandchildren are being indoctrinated with it um, in the workplace, at school. Um, in fact, one woman, she said, you know, I don't have to deal with any of this because I'm retired and I live by myself. And it's true. So many people have no idea what's going on right now with kids. And I have to tell you that for me, this is a hard subject. Even though I've covered it for 20 years, it's still hard because when you look at the trauma that our society is putting people through, it's sometimes very overwhelming. And that's the truth. So in this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be playing you um, some audio from a press conference that took place in California with uh, Our Watch with Tim Thompson. Um, and I'm going to be also playing you some audio from, uh, from a news station about the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, because you know what? Next month, June, as you know, June is when everybody gets married but it's also considered LGBTQ plus pedophile pride month. And yes, I am going to say plus pedophile because that's part of the LGBT issue that nobody wants to talk about. So, um, so there's some controversy with that and, uh, and so much more, but first let me encourage you. I want to encourage you from a psalm that we all know, but I, I, I want to read it to you before we begin looking at this news, okay? This is Psalm 23. This is what it says. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
Psalm 23. That's New American Standard, by the way. Um, I personally like verse 6, and I think this is a, I mean, I like them, like the whole thing, but verse 6 is why I wanted to um, share this with you, because it says this, Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, you know, the King James, I believe, it says, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let us never forget that God is our shepherd. Don't ever forget that. David was a, was a, a shepherd before he, call, he was called to be king. And I think today we need to be reminded as believers who we belong to, who our shepherd is, where we take our direction, where we take our counsel. And we have to remember that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life and that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This, in other words, is not our home here on earth. This is not our final resting place. We have a place that God has prepared for us where we are going. This is not our home. We are aliens here, right? We are aliens. We're just passing through. And, you know, the older I get, the more, uh, the more I uh, <laughs> think about going home, you know, to, to live in the house of the Lord. And, and it's a wonderful idea uh, to meditate on that as much as you can. So with that said, let's pray, and then I'm going to read some news to you and play some audio and, and give this to you so you can be aware of what's going on and share it with people and do that. So Father, I thank you for whoever's listening right now. God, I don't know who they are because nobody really tells me who it is, but you do. And so I thank you for that person. And I just want to pray, God, that you would bless them that you would remind them how much you love them and that you would remind them that you're their shepherd and that all the days of their life, goodness and mercy will follow them. And that ultimately, in the end, we will dwell with you forever. So I thank you for that, Father. I thank you for knowing us intimately. I thank you for knowing us inside and out. For, for providing for us and for protecting us. Father, I pray that you would comfort those today who are mourning, and I pray that you would rejoice with those who are rejoicing. I pray that you bring healing to those who need healing and that you would use each one to further your kingdom today. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Okay. All right. So now that we have prayed and shared from Psalm 23, first thing I want to do is uh, share with you some, some news coming out of California. Um, and this is, this is, um, this is hard. I, I mean, this is really hard. If you're a parent, um, you, you don't know what the war is going on in the school system right now. Let me just read you um, part of this email that I got. 
teacher assigns sexually explicit material to children includes sexual violence and the parent reads the materials to the school board. And here's what I'm not going to do. I am not going to play that audio, but I am going to play the audio from the pastor. Okay. Um, in fact, here is the audio from the pastor, Tim Thompson, uh, who is calling on the school board to create a policy that would protect kids from being sexually um, exposed to sexually, sexually explicit material. And, and what I will tell you is this, I will tell you that the parent that went before the school board, she talked, she read the, the text, which involves basically a depiction of anal rape, okay, between two men or a, or a boy and a man, I don't know. But, it, but it's inappropriate to be showing this to children, first of all. And secondly, when she wrote an email to this Temecula Valley Unified School District to explain her outrage, the email filter on the district's servers rejected her email because it was explicit. It was explicit, which tells you all you need to know. But I think here, I want you to hear what Tim Thompson said because this is a guy who is out there in the culture and he's standing up for kids and I loved what he had to say. So this is Tim Thompson. For allowing me this opportunity to speak to you. You know, I've been accused of using fear and paranoia to rile a base. As you just heard, I'm not trying to use fear at all. I'm using facts. These are the types of things that I've been speaking very loud about, very clear about, that I just simply want to protect the children of our community. That's, it's that simple. I want to protect the children of our community. There is no justification for allowing a child to be exposed to this type of material. No excuse at all. The district's own server flagged this and protected the adults, but did not protect our children. Now, if you're saying I'm filled with hate, for wanting to protect our kids from that, then so be it. Go ahead and say it. But all I can tell you is this. The man who is responsible for allowing the child to be exposed to this is a groomer. That's right. This is grooming behavior. Yep. This is perverted behavior. Yep. I'm calling on the entire district to fire this man. Yes. He has no business being around the children in our community. No business at all. By the way, I'm pausing the, the audio here, but I want to tell you, this was a drama teacher, by the way. I believe the district should make a policy to protect the kids from this happening in the future. Parents need to be aware. I've been telling parents for a long time that this is happening right here in this district that I graduated from. And people say, oh, that crazy pastor, he's filled with hate, Westboro Baptist, all that crap. No, I simply want our children protected so that way they're not damaged from this type of material. And I don't think that's too much to ask of a district as we are trusting you with our children. And let me tell you something, the vast majority voted for you three, not a small amount, the vast majority, which is why the three of you are sitting there right now. And what I'm asking right now, Mr. Schwartz, and I'm asking you, Mrs. Barclay, join together with them and create a policy that protects our kids. That's all we want, protect our kids from this kind of filth. Thank you. I love that. I love that.
And, you know, and I have to tell you, I'm, I'm all teared up here because do you know how few pastors speak out? Do you know how few men actually speak out? Do you know how few pastors, you know, who are men who actually will go to a school board and all that will actually speak out in defense of protecting a kid? Do you think our society, you know, I mean, and, and here, let me just say this. The reason why this is emotional to me is because there was nobody for me when it was going on with me. But now these children are being groomed by these parents, not not only by parents, but by these people in in um, in the schools. And I will tell you that I'm protecting you right now by not even telling you what the parent said at this thing. Uh, it is abhorrent. And you know what? I'm I'm hoping I'm, I can get this pastor on our show to talk about this because it's just uh, it's a, it's abhorrent. People have no idea. So, moving on, I want to also share with you an article here. If you don't think that groomers and pedophiles are out there and they're being advocated for, this is an amazing story coming from a website called outkick.com. And this was uh, posted May 18th. It's titled, Seattle Official Backs Pedophile for Taxpayer-Funded Board Position. Screams at Marine Vet Rape Survivor for Accusing Scumbag of Molesting Her. Now, this is, um, um, (laughs) this is, I shouldn't be shocked anymore, but sometimes I just am. So it says here, let's go to the Pacific Northwest where they're once again Pacific Northwesting. This week, we make a stop at the King County Regional Homelessness Authority, where Shanae Colston is a peer counselor, and that's in quotes, and the co-chair of the subcommittee of the KCRHA's Continuum of Care Advisory Committee. Colston raised eyebrows earlier this month when she publicly backed a registered sex offender and pedophile to serve in a taxpayer-funded role with the authority. She didn't just back the registered sex offender, Thomas Whitaker, who also goes by his Native American name, Raven Crowfoot. Can't make this up, people. Colston took control of the meeting to scream at a woman for daring to speak up about the nominee of Whitaker to a board position. Can I say something? We have a code of ethics on this board and Thomas Whitaker, Raven Crowfoot, is a sex offender, a repeat sex offender, and I've had bad experience with him, said Marine vet Christina Sawicki, who told King Five she was forced to use a wheelchair after a violent sexual offense in the 1980s. This woman also alleged during the Homelessness Authority public meeting that the convicted scumbag Whitaker had touched her. Colston would have none of it. We can't disclose people's personal business here, Colston fired back, but she was just getting started. And I'm, I'm just going to stop here because it's, it's a longer article. My point here, though, point here is that you have a victim of a pedophile. And it's not just an accusation, okay? You have to understand that if somebody is a registered sex offender, they were convicted, Okay. People don't just end up on a registered sex offenders list. There had to be proof and evidence that they were really, you know, 
somebody who did something that they shouldn't have been doing. They broke the law, right? <sighs> and yet we have this stuff going on and it's, it's becoming more, more and more common all the time. All right, now, just wanted you to know. <laughs> and this next story, I'm gonna play the audio. This is coming from ABC, ABC Channel 7 in, in uh, Los Angeles. I bring this up because next month, you know, the homosexual activists, the homosexual lobby have deemed it LGBTQ plus pedophile pride month. And baseball is a, sport that's kind of all-american right when you go to a baseball game you don't expect to see perversion anywhere um, or anything and yet the the dodgers have now come under um they're they're kind of under attack so i'm going to play you the video here you can listen to the audio it's self-explanatory annual lgbtq plus pride night and the team has been criticized recently for inviting one specific group and now they're being criticized again for disinviting that group and now it is newsreader christian cordero is live to explain christian david allen the lgbtq plus community faces many fronts in this inflection point in history and this is one of them professional sports teams companies that brand their logo in rainbow colors do so with the message that they support lgbtq plus rights well Right now, the Dodgers are being tested on what that support means. This week, the Dodgers have a full schedule and only some of its opponents are on the field. Ahead of next month's Pride Night, the organization decided a nonprofit it intended to honor would no longer be invited. I was shocked, to be completely honest. I was shocked that the Dodgers caved so quickly. Pressure built to exclude the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which fundraises and volunteers for the LGBTQ plus community. Our mission, simply put, is to spread joy and end hate. They do so at times in drag, dressed up as nuns. We also have a massive Catholic population, as you know well. Can you understand any of the pushback? Um, I grew up Catholic, and I can't understand any of the pushback. We are not a religious organization. We're also not an anti-religious organization. What we are anti is people that use their religion as a weapon against our community, in particular against our trans community. The Dodgers said they removed the sisters from this year's group of honorees given the strong feelings of people who have been offended and to not distract from Pride Night. Backlash came primarily from three directions, out-of-state-based organizations, Catholic Vote and Catholic League, Yay. plus Florida Senator Marco Rubio's office. Yes. We reached out to all three asking if excluding the sisters changes their overall opinion on Pride Night. We did not hear back. The Catholic organizations have publicly applauded the Dodgers' decision. The Los Angeles LGBT Center has not. Our community is being used as political pawns in a way I don't. So this is a guy named Joe Holland Donor, who's the CEO of the LA LGBT Center. Remember in my lifetime. Uh, and so this is why we need the Dodgers to not bend in the slightest and in fact be strong in their allyship to us because it's not just about this one instance. The center no longer plans to attend Pride Night and encourages the Dodgers cancel the theme entirely if it sticks to this decision. Beyond Pride Night, CEO Joe Hollandoner says they reached out to the Dodgers in hopes the two organizations could talk. We really want to engage them in a conversation about why this was the wrong decision and um, help them to understand why it should never happen again. 
We also reached out to the Dodgers for comment but have not yet heard back. It is worth mentioning that neither the LGBT Center nor the sisters are calling on people to boycott Pride Night uh, and certainly not the Dodgers as an organization. They hope this is more productive than that. They also hinted at a competing event saying that people can choose how they want to spend that night. So I, have to, the dog. so I have to tell you, okay, I'm, I'm trying to pause this here. I just I host to, our annual LG. I have to pause that. Okay. I, I want to tell you that this is a huge victory. Okay. I don't know if you realize what a big victory this is, because if you don't know who the group is that they, that they uninvited, then, well, you probably don't know why this is such a big, big, huge victory. Um, and I want you to hear um, this one part again. I'm just trying to get to the video here. Um, I want you to hear from the man who they highlighted here, who, who they uninvited, because I want to describe to you what this man looks like. Okay, I'm going to pause that right there because he just came up. Okay, this man... Okay, he looks Hispanic. I'm not sure if he is or not. He's wearing glasses. He has a full beard and a mustache. He has an earring with a feather on it. He's wearing a hat. And his name is, okay, here's his name, Sister Barons, B-E-A-R-O-N-C-E, Nose. Okay, that's, that's what he's being called, Sister Barons, B-E-A-R-O-N-C-E. Okay, or maybe it's Beyonce. I don't know how he says it, but this is the guy talking. Okay, and he is with the Los Angeles Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Now, if you don't know anything about these people, what I can tell you is they they dress up. They're drag queens. They put full makeup on. They are terrifying figures, especially to kids, people. Um, I mean, I get grossed out looking at them. I can't imagine, you know, um, how little kids feel. But listen, to, let's just listen to him again, just so now you know this man who calls himself Sister Baronsi or whatever. To be completely honest, I was shocked that the Dodgers caved so quickly. Pressure built to X. And I wish you could see the picture of, I mean, this is horrifying, these, these men tattooed with white makeup and ugly looking mocking christianity mocking the catholic church i mean it's disgusting exclude the sisters of perpetual indulgence which fundraises and volunteers for the lgbtq plus community our mission simply put is to spread joy and end hate and that's such a load of you know what um their mission is to groom kids that's exactly what their mission is um I don't know how many of you are aware of bears, you know, in the LGBT world, but you know, these are these are men with facial hair who who are are buff and you know, and they purport to be the they're they're just brutal people. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying not to to uh, be too descriptive here, but. Bottom line is, these are groomers, and the Dodgers was correct to cancel them. And here's the thing. I will tell you, what's interesting is that there is controversy. I actually have a, an email from uh, someone I just got, and it's, it's on 
it's it's over on Substack. It's Andrew Sullivan. I don't know how many of you know who Andrew Sullivan is, but most of you probably don't. But who he is, he's a homosexual author, and he's conservative. Um, but he is a very well-known, outspoken homosexual. He writes a uh, column called The Weekly Dish. Biased and balanced is his tagline. And today, May 19th, he wrote an article titled The Queers versus the Homosexuals. We are in a new era, and the erasure of great gay men and lesbians is intensifying. And I'm not going to read the article, but the gist of it is that he is talking about how it used to be uh, when you when it came to the LGBT issue, it used to be just about homosexuals and lesbians, right? Primarily gay men, that's what we all know about. But now the transgender lobby has become so vocal and out front that the homosexuals have been forgotten about, basically is what he's, he's, he's whining about. Um, but I have to tell you, here, here's the thing, and, and this is this is amazing because deviance and the and darkness are are so deprived, depraved that there is no end to it, right? I mean, you have drag queens, groomers, and they are groomers, who are in schools promoting homosexual violence sexually to teenagers by a drama teacher who is queer no doubt um and you have sexually provocative material being presented to kindergartners in in, in public schools where where this lobby has been grooming society for decades the book after the ball talks about it that i've talked about you know ad nauseum here on this show so the very fact that the Catholic League was able to get the Sisters of per- Perpetual Indulgence. Think about that, okay? Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. We're not talking indulgence in French fries here. We're talking sexual people. We're talking sexual indulgence. That's what, it's, that's what they promote. <sighs> so we got pastors like Tim Thompson out there who are trying to stand up against this perversion in our culture um, in order to protect kids. Because I tell you what, if you can't protect a kid, then you've, you've lost protecting the future. You just can't do it. Um, and it's, it's tragic. I mean, it's absolute tragedy. And it, break, it really breaks my heart. It breaks my heart on so many levels um, because I know the trauma that I've gone through. And I know our society is just trauma-based at this point. People have been sexually abused, sexually assaulted, emotionally, spiritually, you know. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And if you speak out against it, you're the one. You're the bad one. And by the way, I, I spoke out about this, which means I have no longer a YouTube channel, okay? I, I spoke out about it. Uh, I exposed the transgender lobby and the gay lobby, and um, yeah, here I am on, on this channel. Why? Because my, my whole Christian show was taken off from YouTube. You know, there's, penalt- there's penalties to this. By the way, I want to thank all of you out there who, who donate to Heart Tug International, our nonprofit, and you help us cover the costs of this podcast and the other costs of ministry that we do. Um, I want to thank you so much 
from the bottom of my heart. I know some of you might go, oh, it's only, you know, 25 bucks or $10 or five bucks I give you every month. I want you to know that that money is needed and more money is needed so that we can continue to expose and fight and, and do more things, you know, and, ex- and, and equip people who otherwise will, would not know about this. So if you like what we do, please consider giving a donation to our nonprofit, Heart Tug International, which is the which is our nonprofit. And by the way, you can also download our mobile app, Heart Tug International. Uh, just go down to your, your Play Store, or your Google iOS store, and, and look it up and download it. We got a lot of content in there, and I'm putting more content in there, um, just exclusively in there, because, you know, we, we're not banned yet anywhere using that app. So, you know, hey, you know, sometimes I, I look at what we do is almost we're an underground church ministry, you know. We're trying to disseminate Im- information in an underground way uh, where, our, where there's bigger churches, ministries, and others who are doing, you know, the work more publicly. They haven't been banned yet. Um, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, kind of like... Um, um, Rahab, you know, I'm not Rahab, but I'm kind of like Rahab, you know, Rahab, uh, when Joshua and Caleb needed hiding, she hid them, you know, and uh, she was kind of, you know, she was the talk of the town. She was kind of the red, the red scarlet woman, you know, but she was a woman of faith. And I have to tell you that um, God uses women and sometimes in ways that you don't expect. So... I will share that. There you go. I shared that. Okay. All right. The other thing I want to share is um, I wanted to share with you an update on what's going on with um, the Covenant shooters that the Audrey Hale, the transgender killer uh, here in Tennessee. You know, I've been waiting for them to release the manifesto of this woman and um, they haven't done it yet. And the latest is that right now the parents are hoping to keep the Tennessee school shooters dangerous and harmful writings secret. So now there's this controversy over this. Um, some people, it says here, a group of Tennessee parents whose children attend the Covenant School where a deadly shooting in March took the lives of three nine-year-olds and three adults filed a motion Wednesday seeking to keep the shooter's writings from being released to the public. The parents see no good that can come from the release and, and wish to contend that the writings which they believe are the dangerous and harmful writings of a mentally damaged person should not be released at all. Their, their filling reads, I think it's supposed to be filing. Anyway, their motion comes just days after more than 60 Tennessee House Republicans called for the writings to be released. All right, so I'm not gonna read the rest, but that's all you need to know on that. I am monitoring this story because I live here in Tennessee and this was a Christian hate crime by a transgender individual and the initial here's the thing this is what you got to remember right the initial reporting here was that the homosexual lobby did not want this manifesto released that's why it wasn't released and then there was some other stuff said and and now this is what they're they're saying i want to read this manifesto but i also think um not knowing much about audrey hale um, I also think that she was jacked up on, on testosterone and probably psychotropic meds. And the combo of both of those things just made her go in and target the school. 
which was uh, obviously a Christian school, which of course nobody wants to talk about uh, the Christian persecution here, because she could have went anywhere, but she didn't. She went to this Christian school and murdered people, including a pickleball player that I know, that some of my friends know. So that's um that's pretty serious. So all right, last thing I want to share with you is an article uh, that comes from Josh Davis. Uh, he is a writer with uh, Southwest Radio Church, and he wrote an article titled Amazon and the Antichrist. This was published May 16th. It says this, add this to the growing list of signs of the times. Pay with your palm. Amazon.com recently rolled out a pilot program at two Panera Bread locations in greater St. Louis. They look to expand this pilot program to about 20 stores as they test this new payment option. Amazon is also testing it in a few few Whole Foods locations in California. Amazon.com calls its palm paying option Amazon One. How does this system work? A unit about the size of a retail card reader uses contactless biometric technology to scan the palm of your hand to collect your payment and connect with your retail rewards. And basically that's all you need to know. Um, this is nothing new as far as that technology. They've been using it for a while, but what I will say is that Amazon is is right there. I mean, they're <laughs> they're on the cutting edge of this stuff. And uh, and I have to tell you, it's getting harder and harder for me to want to be a supporter of Amazon. But you know, it's kind of like Google, Amazon, all these you know, Apple. They they pretty much own us as far as you know, how we can communicate online. So just thought I'd let you know about that, that as well. All right, well, I'm gonna, um, you know, uh, end the show here, but I, I wanna tell you that, again, I appreciate the support that you give us, and um, I hope and pray that somehow our show has impacted you in a positive way for the Lord and given you some information that maybe you didn't have. Um, I'm gonna be doing some other shows about some other topics that uh, you may or may not be interested in, but I am, so <laughs> you don't have to listen to it if you don't want, but I think I think you will actually enjoy um, some of the other st- stuff that I'm gonna be talking about in, in a, hopefully in a day or two. Um, so, but until, but until then, remember to be bold, to stand up and to go with God because he loves you. And honestly, Right now, I don't think that we can be reminded enough of how much God loves us. He loves us. He loves the children. And I have to tell you just one last thing. This morning, as I was looking out my window, I happened to see this baby bird come and land in my little area. I guess it's an atrium at this point. This is I have all these birds coming in. I saw this little bird come, and it was... It was um, nestling in the in the rock and it opened its mouth and it's and it was waiting for its mom to put something in it and I didn't know what kind of bird it was that's why that's what it stood it stood out to me because I didn't know what it was and then and there was all these grackles around but there was a couple of starlings some finches a couple of cardinals um and so I'm like I don't know I don't know what kind of bird this is so me and Randall were talking about that and next thing you know, I see this little starling. A starling is a blackbird with a really bright beak, and it's got a very colorful back when it's the sun shines on it. It looks kind of fluorescent green and blue and stuff. And anyway, this starling 
fed this little fledgling. I found out later it was a fledgling. And then later, that later, a couple of minutes after that, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes later, I look out the window again, and I see this other fledgling, this other little bird, um, sitting in the rocks, opening its beak up, and waiting for its mother, right? And I couldn't help but think that we have a wonderful God who shows us what life is supposed to be like. You know, birds are amazing. I just love birds. The more I fall in love with birds, you know, they nestle, they gather, they procreate, (laughs) they have fun, you know, and, but to watch a little one, you know, what what was kind of interesting to me about watching this fledgling was that the, the mom was not around for a while, but there was a whole bunch of grackles who were, and, and this was not a grackle, it was a different bird, and it was interesting to watch how these adult birds stay, stayed away from this baby, and, and they respected this little baby as the little baby that it was, as opposed to, um, you know, adults today with kids, you know, <laughs> so I think we can learn a lot from the birds, I guess that's my point. Anyway, so there you go. So thank you for tuning in. I hope that you have a good uh, weekend. And Lord willing, I will talk to you again next week on Bible News Radio. Remember, be bold, stand up, and go with God, people, because he loves you.